This is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? <laughs> oh, come on. I'm with you. So, thank you. Yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we'd agree on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio. With thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Todd Bergeff. Hey, thanks for joining us for the podcast uh, once again today. Joining us uh, is our friend uh, Greg Snow. He's been with us right from the beginning. And, you know... Uh, we're just about up to 930-some episodes on this, uh, finally, Greg. That's that's a couple. Uh, we, we've done a little bit of this. Didn't we just celebrate 500? We did. We're already up to 940 or something like that. I didn't look at it today, but I yeah, know it's in had, that neighborhood. We had cupcakes and everything. Yeah, we did. It we seemed were, like that was yesterday. It was last. Well, it was the year before last, ago, two right? years ago. Yeah. Over at the Civic Center. Yeah, yeah I got to ask this, right. Todd, of how long yeah. has it been going? And I go, yeah. I can't tell you that right now yeah. because... I, I don't know. So, yeah. We're in the 900s. So, it's been four years, I would think, we'd have to be working on that now. So, you've been here from day one. Thanks for doing that. Another big uh, weekend this weekend. You know, the PGA Tour is underway. Uh, uh, a couple weeks ago in Hawaii. I honestly don't watch the Hawaii tournaments very much. I'm not quite ready yeah. for golf. Uh, but I do like to watch in California uh, once they get uh, to California. And uh, this kid, this amateur, 20-year-old at Alabama, wins the event this weekend, yeah. first amateur since Phil Mickelson in 91 uh, to win. I didn't know he was such an accomplished uh, amateur player. I guess he's the reigning U.S. amateur champ as well. Yeah, so. and five collegiate wins, okay. something like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he's done some good things, um, but he's got some tough decisions out of him, Todd. Yeah. Um, he's got a two-year exemption, as maybe some of you have heard or don't hear. He's already was exempt into the Masters. Is he going to play as an amateur pro? Um, why is that a big deal with NIL and all that stuff? Well, it still is a big deal to the PGA Tour. Yeah. You have to claim before you enter a tournament or as you sign your name on there, how, how are you playing yeah. as an amateur pro? Right. And so he's got to decide these things, and he might be end up giving up his college career. I'm interested to see this, yeah. where he's going to go. Um, shot a 60, did I see, Todd? I didn't a get to see A 60 on Saturday yeah. and a 70 on Sunday. Yeah, not so good Sunday. Nerves got to him a little yeah, bit. Did you watch it? I watched quite a bit of it, yes. Okay, did you uh, see any nervous shots? Yeah, on Sunday he, he had a couple that flared out to the right, okay. which is holding off the club yes. and trying to ease into it and direct it where you want it to go and instead of just ripping that. through the ball, yeah. I look and, forward to doing that a little bit this that's summer. That's right, we're looking forward. It's not that far off after all. Uh, but yeah, he looked a little nervous on that, uh, but so did some other guys. I mean, it's hard to win. Uh, and, you know, he's at Alabama. They asked Nick Saban about him, and he said, well, from watching him in uh, this event, it looks like he's uh, cool under pressure. Uh, mm-hmm. So it, it certainly was uh, uh, was the case. Quite a quite a young man. Exciting. Now, he gets NIL money. I would bet there's some well-heeled Alabama boosters who would oh, like yeah. to keep him playing college golf. Yeah, and that's where the decision makers and his um, his advisors are going to have to come in and say, well, what's what do you want to do? These uh, these two years exemptions start on the calendar. You can't just hold off and say, I'll take my two year exemption uh, in 2028 and 29. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> right. So he has some tough decisions because nil money makes this a lot harder now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe you should stay and enjoy your college life a little bit and take that NIL money that probably will be there. I mean, look at Caitlin Clark. Yeah. How much is State Farm paying her? Yeah. I mean, it, their money is there for these kids now that they can they can make it. But that two-year exemption on big the PJ Tour, it's a big deal. It's a and big then, deal. And then he's into a limited field into the Masters. Yeah. Um, do you want to go after that big money in these majors now? Yeah. Big money. Yeah. Thank you, Live Golf. Yeah. And so it, it's, I, I don't, 
I don't wish I was. I mean, I do wish I was in his shoes to a degree. Yeah, yeah I really but, wish I was in him. But this decision is not easy. No, it is. Whichever way he goes, he's going to be scrutinized one way or the other. Yeah. And you can't fault him either way he goes. Yep. I mean, this is literally a no lose or a no win, however you want to look at it. Terrific player, young yep. man. He's got a great career, it looks like, in, in front of him, that's for sure. I'm glad you referenced Live. There's been a lot of developments there in recent days, and we haven't talked about it. I think we talked a little bit about it when, when Rom left mm-hmm. for the, briefly. the Live tour. Um, but the most interesting thing in recent days to me about Liv is the change of heart by Rory McIlroy. Mm, yes. Isn't that interesting? Yes. So Rory is right in the midst of all of it, although he, he, he resigned his position uh, as a tour policy board member. He also moved out of Florida and back to London. What does that smell like to you? To me, that smells like Rory is either maybe not going to live himself, but he is going to try and help uh, develop the two coming together. And then we have a top echelon uh, tour with all the great players. There'll be two top echelon tours mm-hmm. that they both can play on. Honestly, I've, I've tried to watch Live Golf now for two years. Uh, I can't watch it. I like the players. The, the production is so terrible. Yeah. Uh, the announcers are not very good. Their on-course announcers are bad. Brutal. You and I could do three times the job of their on-course announcers. They have David Faraday. If you could help me with getting one of those jobs. Wouldn't that I, be I nice? Would, yeah, I'd do I would it. Take You're it. down with that? I I'll, would take it if you I'll, can help I'll me. I'll get a hold of Greg Norman. Please. Uh, but but uh, they need to fix that. So if they come together, they need to find some uh, over-the-air broadcast company that isn't the WB yeah. Right. That really puts some broadcast production value in it because right now they're terrible broadcasts. Yeah, hard to find. Yeah. Uh, YouTube production is was a, a stopgap. People were okay with it at first, but now you're you're three, and you have to start making some better changes to this, including your leaderboard, yeah, including how you sell the team golf aspect. Yeah, we've been hearing this from the guys going over even Rom how important that is to them. Yeah. So sell it. Yeah, they're not selling it to us. They're kind of. I I'm still not even sure how they score it every day. Yeah, you should be hitting that all the time. Um, how is this scored today? Yeah, is it two or four? scores is it the all three is it the two best scores today that lumped in every every time i i log in and watch todd i don't know yeah so yeah we said this when live started we'll watch we'll see how it goes but yeah. it doesn't mean we're going to stick with it right we don't know how what kind of staying power we now think it does but let's hit rory yeah i think you nailed it uh rory isn't going to jump to live i don't believe no but rory, rory is going to embrace a, a a merger now here's what my challenge to everybody in in life this is a life lesson it's amazing how you don't care about things until it affects you personally. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you start caring because yeah. you're like, well, wait a minute. Now that affects me. I, I didn't realize it affected those guys earlier, and I didn't care, but yeah. now it affects me. And yeah. what I mean by that is Rory McIlroy cannot see himself playing in another Ryder Cup without John Rahm. Yeah. He can't see it. Yeah. I can't picture it. And right now there is no formula for John Rahm to stay on that Ryder Cup team. Now, could he push to, say, captain's picks and those things? Sure. But there's no formula. Yeah. And without world ranking points, which still is hanging out there, Liv is not getting, which I do believe they deserve to get, and they need to figure this out because that's yep. the job of the world golf ranking people. Yep. You need to rank the best people in the world. And to say that this isn't tour event is hogwash. Yeah. Or that these are the best players in the world. There's five of them, maybe even more, on Live. We have to figure out a way to get them so that we can see them all in the majors. Yep. Or, and not just the majors. More than four times a year, I'd like to see them. Well, the merger would help that, yeah, right? It's yeah. not going to change until we get the merger. You might see the Australian Open yeah. or something like that. That's an off-season tour event where you get the Cam Smiths and these guys. But, Todd, it doesn't matter. The official world golf rankings owes this to the public. 
to figure it out. And now that Rory has backed up and said, huh, yeah. now maybe they'll go, we got to figure out some sort of formula. Yeah. Because there, I mean, there's got to be a way. Yeah. And even if it's lesser points, they're not even asking for a full PGA Tour points. No. They're asking for figure out a formula. There yeah. can be a lesser way because guys on the Sunshine Tour, which is a tour in South Africa, yeah. they're getting world ranking points. Yeah. So this is, this is you see I'm getting a little angry over yeah. here because I'm I'm frustrated by the fact that the visionaries of all this are that dumb and I, I'm mad at Jay uh, Jay Monahan I've been mad at him everybody yeah. knows this on this show because he should have sat back and said hey when you want when you're ready to come back you let us know yeah you let us know yeah. you go off and try your little fancy tour yeah go have some fun over there whatever yeah. you want to do but we'll take you when the the players championship is on yeah I mean we want to see the best players at the players yeah. I don't care. I don't care if they're playing in Tanzania yeah. as their world. Get them on there. Yeah. So there's my rant for the day, Todd. You know I'm you with can you. always get me one. I'm, I'm a little frustrated. I'm with you on the Jay Monahan thing. I'm honestly surprised he still has a job. It's unbelievable. Uh, because they knew this was coming. Mm-hmm. This wasn't all of a sudden Liv was born. They've known this for no. years. And his reaction was, we'll just suspend him. Yeah. And, That's and his we'll, reaction. And we'll just sit back and wait and yeah. have no um, we'll preliminary them. action. They should have taken action ahead of time to blunt what Liv was coming with, which they knew what they were coming with. Bigger paydays and team golf. All of this was in the public realm before it ever happened. Mm-hmm. Jay Monahan in particular should have known, and he did well, nothing. Well, Mickelson told him multiple times. Nothing. But again, Mickelson's ego gets in the way. Yeah. Because they say, okay, Phil, Mr. Um, the what's his acronym? Something like I'll tell you I'm good, or I don't. Yeah. There's some saying about him, and I could see Mickelson coming in saying, "If you don't do what I say, you're in trouble." Yeah. Because I'm going to go over here. So Mickelson, as much as I love him, you know it. Yeah. I understand he has that ego. Yeah. And could maybe push Monahan the right way, but he was warned. Yeah. This he is was coming. Monahan knew. He knew. And he knew money, all about it. The money's deep. Yes, it is. And the PGA Tour money is not. not. They're already having sponsors bail. Oh, yeah. Because they went back to all their sponsors, yeah. and they just tripled their purses. Yeah, you got to pay more. And a the lot sponsors more. are like, why would we do that? A lot more. Yeah. I can get a Super Bowl ad cheaper than sponsoring. A, yeah. Why would I do that? Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm, I applaud them. Yeah. Because they got to rethink the model. Yep. You know, it's interesting. Um, I forget who it was now. Uh, but they were saying this is not sustainable uh, for the PGA Tour. They they can't keep this going. The the watching golf on television is not as popular as watching the NFL, the NBA. Uh, so you can't pay them the same way. You can't. It's, Correct. The money is not there right. unless, of course, you're making a billion dollars a day in oil like the Saudis right. do. You know, so they can. Right. Um, but that's how they put pressure on the PGA Tour, and they knew they could. They knew they could just apply so much financial pressure that the PGA Tour at some point was going to have to come to the table. How they didn't see that is beyond me. We've had two years now of mess in professional golf. It needs Mm -hmm. to get fixed. Yeah, and I don't think Monaghan's the guy to to, I don't either. Lead, to lead a fix. I don't either. So again, I'm I'm just I don't even know who controls his job. Yeah, I don't know if it's the players. Yeah, I don't know who votes on that. Who's in charge of firing at Jay Monaghan? Exactly. You're not doing your who, job. I know in I know in NFL. Yeah, Godell is owned by the 32 owners. Yeah, they can fire him. Yep. I don't know who the owners are in the in the PGA. Tour. I don't know either. So, it's got to be the policy board, doesn't it? Yeah, it's got to be some so, board, one of those that they have to make a decision, and the players have backed Jay. Yeah, some of them have. Now maybe things will change. A little bit yeah. as we move forward, maybe they're going to say, you know, we just need somebody to take us in a new direction. Yeah, because yeah. it obviously has to be a new direction.
direction at this point, does it yeah, not? It does. How could it not? <laughs> They're going to have to come up with, like you said, some kind of a hybrid tour. Um, the live, All of the live guys over there saying, we're, we're not down with playing 24 events right. again. We like the number of events we have yep. here. So the Saudi tour is going to have to back off on requiring their guys to appear in every event they have, right. which right now is a requirement mm-hmm. because it's fewer tours. So for them to play that and play uh, the majors and the players or whatever, you're at 20 events uh, by that point. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they're going to play in other elevated events to get the, all the best guys together, then then Liv is going to have to back off their requirements a little and, too. And I think there's a happy medium in there. I think the top players in the world are fine with playing 25, 26, 27 events. I mean, on 52 weeks, Todd, that's a pretty good deal. Yeah, right. but I've heard a lot of them. Uh, Brooks Kepka, a lot of them say they're really happy with 14 they events. They are. They are because the money's there. Yeah. Right? So as, as long as the money's there in 14 events, yeah. hey, yeah. why wouldn't you? Yeah. But again, they do don't they don't want to miss those four majors. So yeah. now all of a sudden you're so at you're 18, 18 events. Mm-hmm. And then you could easily get them for the top three elevated, maybe a Bay Hill, a Players, um, yeah. you know, even the Farmers this yeah. week, yeah. which again, they're backing out. Yeah. You've probably heard that. That's they're, right. They're I have. Done. They're so, asking for too much money. Yeah. But so. again, that might be one that they could elevate event because it's early in the season and the guys yeah. haven't really ramped up on live yet. Yeah. So there's something more that could be done there, but they're not creative enough to find a way. It's to smell- figure out a way. It smells like we're still at least a year away, though. Oh yeah. Isn't it? So. Yeah, I don't think it'll happen this summer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you're right that Rory might be the lightning rod for this. That maybe something happens. He, he's in there. the catalyst. Well, yeah. Rom started it. Right. And then when he brings Rory over <laughs> too, saying we need to do something, I mean, you know. Rory and John Rahm are their two bigger names. I didn't hear the story of him moving over there. Was this very recent? Yeah, so within the last six months. Okay. He, Interesting. He so is he moving out of Florida. Quiet. He has. Interesting. But he's moved out of Florida. He's moved back to London. He re- yeah. removed himself from the PGA Tour policy board. Yeah. The Live Tour is more of an international tour. It's not really U.S.-based. Sure. Almost half of their events are overseas. Uh, you we'll know. See. Could be just reckless speculation, but there's something right. to it, it seems. Well, Todd, how did the football weekend go for you? Is that how you saw it all laying out? Uh, I mean, we obviously saw Baltimore. Yeah. Everybody predicted that. Yeah. We thought San Fran would win convincingly. They didn't. They didn't, but they won. I was, How did you stand on the Buffalo-Kansas City game? Were you I thought the of, Bills would win. Yeah, so did I, being at home. I did. And then, obviously, I thought Detroit actually probably would win that game. I did, too. I, I, the only just, one I had what different was I thought the Bills would beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, and Diggs looked terrible. How can you drop that pass? 67 air yards. Absolutely said, right in his hands. 20 mile an hour left to right wind. Right in his hands. Right in his hands. You can't throw the ball any better than that. And then Diggs looks back. Did you see what he did after the drop? After the drop? He turns and he looks back and he goes like this. Like, like you know, the ball was off a little bit. I didn't see that yeah. because he, I was. He comes up. He, I was his man. He goes like this. You know, Are you like, sure that you know, wasn't a, a little? Maybe I just I just it's missed it. Possible. Okay. Possible. But but it doesn't matter. Is that his personality? Does, no, but it doesn't matter. No, you're paid that. Uh, this has yeah. always been my argument with cousins. You're paid that amount of money. You have to make that play in the biggest moment against yeah. a team that you can't beat. Yeah. You can't beat them. Yeah. So you have to make plays to beat them. Yep. It's that simple. Yep. And Josh Allen can't make them all. No. I mean, at some point, your wide receivers have to make those plays when a 67-yard, I mean, Dan Orlovsky put something on the money. On the money.
Miami and almost had a chance to stay on his feet and maybe score on it. Was, and even if he didn't score on it, it was, still was a huge play in that game. So long story longer, I, I, don't, I don't see a formula for them to beat Casey. Casey's no. down. Yeah. They're not even that great. This was the year. This is the year. Had and him at home. on the road. And I say the same thing to Baltimore right now. Yeah. Baltimore, yeah. this is your year. Yeah. If you can't, I mean, we've already touted Holmes as being unbelievable, right? Yeah, yeah. And his, his, his aura is getting to Tom Brady level. It is. The way that things are happening. It absolutely here. is. So How I, could it not? So on, on the subject of quarterbacks, we're back on our favorite QB to talk about Kirk Cousins. Do we have to? Big offseason this year. What are they going to do? Uh, our guy, Sue Ann, who joins me here in, in a little over an hour, uh, he's a big uh, Cousins backer. He wasn't, um, but he thought that he kind of, Cousins kind of flipped him this year to be more su- of a supporter. Uh, so Interesting. It, uh, and he believes that Cousins' injury actually increased his value. Um, because the Vikings saw how really bad they are without him. So what do you think? I don't think that's how Quasi saw it. I don't think so either. I, 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 I don't think that that's a good mechanism. I think you have to take all the things, his past, you have to look at the history. Nobody wants to, because when you bring up Kirk's history, you just bring up his stats and his yards and his touchdowns and all these things. But you got to bring up the team. How does the team fit? You could argue it's been bad drafting. Totally get that. Not even opposed to that. But the formula isn't working. So no. now, all of a sudden, we have to change the formula. Whether that means get him on the cheap. Do you hear how many times they talked about um, Baker Mayfield? They had to bring in a cheap quarterback into Tampa Bay because they were in salary cap, yeah. H-E double hockey stick. Yeah, yeah. So they had to bring in a cheap guy. And, Boy, they got lucky with that. Well, yeah, they got lucky, and he ended up that winning a first-round game. But they don't have any aspirations to win a Super Bowl with a low-end quarterback. If no. they happen to do it, so be it. Yeah. So the Vikings have to change this model and figure out, can we bring Cousins back on the cheap? which I think most people would agree would be something 25 to $28 million or under. Yeah. And if he says no, we say, we get it. Move on. We yep. get it. We and he will get direction. that somewhere else. He you, may get more than that. I would love to see them wrap up J.J. first. Yeah. Right now, as soon as possible, pay him his $32 million or yeah. $34 million a year, whatever he wants. Yeah. It's a high-paid number for a non-QB. It is. So He'll I'm be the okay highest-paid non-QB in the league. I'm okay with it. You need it for fan base. You need it for jersey sales. You need it for uh, team loyalty. You need it for all those reasons. And then, if Kirk says no, you get the next guy to play eight years together. Yeah. I think J.J. has eight more years. That's 12 years in the league. There's some wide receivers that can go further, but 12 yeah. Yeah, it's about as time. much as you can long go, time. right? Yep, yep. Pretty. I mean, so uh, Cousins agrees to a three-year, twenty-eight million dollar per year deal, fully guaranteed. God, probably that's years. what he gets. Too many years, but okay. He's not going to take two for twenty-eight, I know, is he? I don't think so. So I took your number. <laughs> I, I really think the number is higher. Okay. Uh, so I'll take your number. Okay. Uh, twenty-eight. So that what does that take him in at eighty-four? That's the same contract he signed with the Vikings the first time. Right, three for eighty-four. Three for eighty-four, fully guaranteed. Yeah. Are you still drafting somebody this year? No, I don't. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to. I'm not like uh, Green Bay's gotten lucky. I don't waste the rookie years mm-hmm. of those contracts. They're invaluable. Look at Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. They built a great team around a mediocre quarterback. Yeah. I think everybody now sees it. Yeah. And they have a chance to win a Super Bowl with a mediocre quarterback because well, they, they built mediocre is a little yeah, strong. It's tough. it's tough. He led the NFL in yards per attempt. What do you want? It's mediocre. I, I, I know. <laughs> He just doesn't I'd have. Appreciate a, you playing the devil's advocate he, there, but he doesn't have a big arm. What's so. the highest number you want to see Kurt at? Where you would say I'm okay. I'd go with three it. for ninety. 
You're saying 30 is top end for you per for me, year, yeah. average salary, however they divvy it out. Yep, however they, they do it. They have to kick it later again. Yeah, which they are right now. I hate doing they that. They still owe him $28 yes, million, so, no matter how it comes out. Yeah, three for 90. If they get in for that and under, I'm okay with that. So, Greg, thanks so much. Oh, thanks, Todd. More to come on that, That's right? That's right. There are a lot more. Uh, Greg Snow joining us here on the Todd and Friends podcast. It's brought to you by Heritage Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.